Readings podcast listeners, welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. We continue with Secrets of the Samurai in Swordsmanship. Let's continue. I am on page 256, if you have the paperback version of Secrets of the Samurai. The bow and arrow and the spear played their part in combat at long and medium range. The sword was used to conclude encounters at close quarters. The mystique surrounding this weapon, in fact, is reflected and tre- treasured in the chronicles of the mythological ages of Japan, in which chronicles, for example, reference is made to a sword that Prince Yamato, Yamato, who united the Japanese nation, found in the tail of the dragon he slew. This sword, together with the sacred mirror and the sacred comma-shaped beads, formed the three holy emblems and treasures of the Yamato race. The mystical significance attached to the sword and its ultra-nationalistic essence is also to be found in the historical records of many other countries during what is termed the Middle or Feudal Age of their development. King Arthur's magic sword Excalibur in English chronicles, Roland's Durlindana in French literature, and Abin el-Rashid's famed weapon, weapon in Arabian poetry were all mystical personifications of a national character, as well as the instrument of what was considered a divine mission. But in Europe, this significance declined at the end of the feudal era, 16th and 17th centuries, with the democratization of war, first in the bourgeois burg and town revolutions, and later in the proletarian revolutions of the industrial age. In Japan, such social upheavals did not take place until the 19th century. Even then, when certain modifications of social standards were achieved with the promulgation of the Meiji Constitution, 1888, and later under the statutes of the Constitution adopted by, after World War II, 1946, they were actually modifications imposed upon the Japanese people very late in their history, to which they submitted in the way a man submits to superior force or a calamity he is powerless to avoid. The nation itself had not evolved spontaneously from a feudal to an industrial society, and consequently, even when the imposition seemed successful, it was a surface success, although spectacular indeed, that crowned the apparent sacrifice of older ways. Deeply buried in the hearts and minds of the Japanese people, however, the feudal tradition remained intact, as exemplified by the bushi of the 20th century carrying his katana into battle during World War II, while an even more modern bushi used his sword, his short sword, to cut down a political opponent in front of television cameras only a few years ago. The shape of the weapon as we know it today and as it was manufactured during the feudal era of Japan evolved from the extremely ancient models made of bronze, later of iron, either on the Asian continent or in Japan. Blades found in dolmens dating back to AD 700 were straight and single-edged, cast in a single piece from handle to point. Gowland, in fact, 
noted that these long iron swords occupy a foremost position in the dolmens. It is important to note, he adds, that they have only one cutting edge, but especially that they possess one distinctive characteristic, i.e., they all have a perfectly straight back and are thus distinguished from the swords of later times, all of which have a slight curvature. They varied in size from quite long to very short. Long swords measured from 2 feet 6 inches to 3 feet from guard to point, and the short ones measuring from 1 foot 8 inches to 2 feet. Other forms of straight double-edged swords, heavily laden with ornaments, appeared almost simultaneously with the spreading of Buddhism in Japan during the Nara period and they closely resembled the pre-Buddhist symbolic swords used in religious ceremonies in Central Asia, particularly in the northern Indian territories of Nepal and Tibet, as well as in China. There were many types of katana. One of the most ancient curved derivations of the ken was the long, heavy jintachi, usually carried into battle by the bushi's attendant, from this weapon was derived the tachi, 24 to 30 inches long, a sword that hung edge downward from the ornate belt, obi, which, with which the warrior fastened his armor. Before this style was finally discarded in favor of carrying the sword through the belt with the edge upward. Thus, regardless of its size, a blade would be known as a katana when in the scabbard worn in the girdle but the same blade becomes a tachi when the scabbard is suspended. And with that, we will be right back. And we are back. So a reminiscence, um, a memory, a wonderful memory was um, back in the day during during uh, Sugano Sensei's teachings, he would spontaneously talk about weaponry and the battlefield in the middle of class, uh, you know, describing things. Most of the techniques were we would just move all the time as in in how we do in Aikido classes but then occasionally we were we were blessed with uh, little snippets of information about you know how the the butt of the you know or the uh, the handle of the sword is used in close range in the battlefield um, a little bit of harikiri of course too that was amazing I remember a lot of us remember that <laughs> when he talked about this is this is how you do it and you're like what <laughs> <laughs> but one of the fruitful things, which is also developing community, which we love, is the times after classes on the weekends when people had time and we would go to the local movie theater, a group of us, whoever showed up for class, we would go in a group, we'd have lunch together at Soen by his favorite restaurant that he went to near his home in the city, near Union Square. And then we would go to the theater over there in Union Square, the large movie theater, and watch a, an action film. 
and it was favorable too if we saw the film and then ate after because then we would talk about the film we would talk about how realistic or unrealistic certain moves or combinations were in the film that we saw and how exciting it was so it was really thrilling and you know reading this chapter on swordsmanship reminds me of this because it reminds me of these conversations and snippets he would give us little gifts he would give us sweet things of of parts of the sword and um thankfully a lot has been taped so there are if you google you can find Sugang Sensei talking about weaponry in one of his seminars or maybe more than one and um, in his later years he was able to talk about this in in a seminar that was done and he talks about the different parts of the the blade itself and um, I always remember about the the hands about how and he would like and I remember I mean, we, I can go on and on about it, but I remember a particular time him describing the cut is like a hammer, you know, um, that's one way to cut. So when you're taking Aikido and being at New York Aikikai and, um, and then participating in all the seminars for all Aikido dojos, um, our, our community has so much to share and that, um, one way of handling the sword or or how many aspects of it can we learn and the names and then and today we're talking about the history of the sword that one time it was carried with the blade down and then later with the blade up um, there's so much there um, of learning the weaponry and the the symbolism as well so with that my dear friends I will continue next time with some more exciting details of the sword, which is one of my favorite weapons, along with the um, the Yumi and the Ya for Kudo. But um, I'm always fascinated by weapons because our bodies are, um, can be weapons as well. But it's good to know thyself, know your bodies, know the tools you're handling because they're extensions of ourselves. And therefore, it's good to take care of them and know them well and, and have the respect of space for them and hold them where they should be respected, you know, because these are tools that are extending you as the individual, as extending ourselves to the world. And with that, my dear friends, continue to do well, to be happy, to stay safe. Until next time we meet again to read more of The Sword. <laughs>